Hey everyone, and welcome to the first episode of the Let's Write a Book podcast. And today I'm going to be talking about um, something that has been affecting me for the past couple months and something also that I've struggled with um, in about the five or six years that I've been writing this novel, and that is burnout. Um, Pretty much for me. So in case you don't know, um, I started writing my novel about six years ago now. And I think I've talked about it a lot on my Instagram and also I've touched on it on my blog as well. Um, But I started writing when I became a student in university and I back then was writing um, in between my studying. So um, it was usually about 30 minutes a day uh, and very sporadic as well in between other commitments. In those time periods where I was doing writing, working, other things in between, I remember always having this feeling of being very out of balance. Um, My writing life and my social life and my student life were not in balance and it was not something that um, was sustainable either. And that's also something that has come, it's been like a reoccurring thing, I think that's come back in the writing process for me um, every couple of years and it's something that I've always had to continuously work through and pretty much since this year I finally was able to get a handle on it and actually stop repeating these patterns. So pretty much uh, in January this year this was where I started to realize okay if I want to make significant process on my book and stop burning myself out I need to do just a little bit every single day And this was something that I started doing actually towards the end of my um, studying in university. And when I started my full-time job, it was something that, again, was very, um, was a real struggle for me to maintain and to keep doing. So this year I decided to get back into it. And I started with 20 minutes a day. And this was going really great, actually, all of January. And I was meeting that um, deadline that I set for myself. I was meeting my goals. Um, It wasn't a struggle, it wasn't a strain, and it was very enjoyable. So then I thought in February, okay, if I could do 20 minutes easily, then I can do two hours a day very easily because I was able to do the 20 minutes. And I cannot tell you how much of a mistake that was to do because then um, obviously I couldn't maintain this. At the end of the month, I was falling off that routine completely. And by March, I could only manage, again, 30 minutes a day, if that, because I was, again, recovering from the burnout. So for me, I think this was so interesting because I think it shows you that even even when you've been a writer for five years (laughs) continuously, um, these patterns of burnout, they keep coming back into your life because... Uh, Often I think we don't resolve the underlying thing behind burnout, which is this need or desire to do more and more and more rather than actually being satisfied with, okay, if I do 30 minutes a day and I do that well and I'm focused, then that's enough. And that is enough to finish the novel. I can fully believe that within myself. So um, another thing also that comes into it is when you're writing a book 
these days anyway you usually have to have a platform right and I know a lot of writers also struggle with this um so on top of this I was also doing blog posts or posting to social media and even though I was planning everything I think often we overestimate how much we can do especially with other things in our life so looking back on my past patterns of writing I think there are some themes that come through that actually can really help I think every single writer to just get past these patterns of burnout and get into a place where you feel a lot stronger um, within yourself and also a lot more confident in your writing. Um, For me mainly that was to work on consistency. So instead of um, trying to do like as I said two hours a day that even 20-30 minutes a day is enough as long as you're able to keep up that rhythm and actually I didn't obviously didn't come up with this tactic of being consistent having small achievable goals um, I was reading uh, a book by James Clear it's called Atomic Habits and this was actually recommended to me twice and the first time it was recommended to me um, because it was a bo- it's a book about habits, right? And the, f- the very first time um, that someone recommended this book to me, I kind of thought, okay, I, I, I've read a lot of um, development books. I know a lot about building habits. So I don't think I really need to read this book. And I can't believe how much of a mistake that was because actually this book really, really does teach you everything you need to know about building Um, sustainable and consistent habits that will support you in what you want to do rather than setting habits or goals that are unattainable and that won't allow you to get to your goal so the second time it was recommended to me I read it because um, I think everything comes like everything that comes around you know if it comes around two times in your life you should probably do it (laughs) so um i did read the book and it really helped me and it really changed the way i looked at goals and habits and it stopped me or it reminded me to stop myself from putting too much on my own plate and to just do what i know is achievable and manageable because i think like a lot of writers out there me personally i i can stick to something if it's achievable and i think most people you know if you're working on your novel right now i i know that most writers are super dedicated to what they want to do and they yeah they they'll do it with their whole heart but i think often we put way too much on our own plate and then it's almost impossible to meet those um, standards or those goals that you have for yourself without um, feeling like you've failed completely at it. So that was um, a big learning curve for me. And yeah, part of, I think also part of burnout that um, for writers, I think also this, it comes from having like poor boundaries in other areas of your life. So there's this need or this, this feeling that you have to over sacrifice for your novel because we have all these really um, inspirational stories from other authors where they um, maybe gave up a lot in their life to focus on their novel or they quit their job or they like locked themselves in a room every single day and just wrote for hours on end but Actually, there's also other stories of writers that really just did, um, I think John Grisham, I read, 
did one page every single day until he finished his book because he had other commitments in his life. And I think that's the more sustainable way to think about it. You know, as much as we all would like to just throw away everything from the material world, it's also not realistic. I think the the people that have um, sustainable and successful writing careers are the people that make the time for it. So um, for writers, that doesn't mean just making time to write, but it also means making time to like do all the things that you know are good for you. Like for me, for instance, the past couple months when I was really struggling with this burnout, I was getting really bad migraines. I was not eating right. I was not exercising or not exercising enough. And also I was like, my social life was falling out of balance here. So then um, what I needed to do was realize, okay, this is what I'm doing to myself. And um, like with everything, you know, burnout, it has this stage. So the stage where you're burnt out is a stage where you can't even be productive on your novel or anything else. And then you have your recovery stage and that can usually take like two to three weeks or even a month. And then like for me in the past, I would repeat this cycle pretty much every six months. Like I would be productive for six months and then be burnt out for six months and I would just keep doing that and then telling myself yeah my novel it's getting written it's getting done um but actually that this is the most unsustainable way to do it because if you're burnt out for six months of the year what what good is that because by the time you come back to actually what you were writing or doing um, your thoughts about it have completely changed. You maybe don't remember what you were doing before as accurately as you did in the moment. So um, for me, it was really getting past this point and being okay with saying, I'm just going to do 30 minutes today or I'm just going to do 40 minutes today and then I'll leave it at that. I'm, I don't have to do more than that, even though it feels like a cop-out. So as I mentioned before, um, the Atomic Habits by James Clear really helped me to set achievable, um, sustainable goals for myself. But also other things that helped me was um, things like keeping my expectations in check. So no matter what I wanted to do with my writing or with my blog or what cool ideas that I had to put on um, Instagram or TikTok, I had to, I have to always remember that um, other areas of my life also matter and I think that's something that every creative person should know too that you know you, you don't have to neglect other areas of your life to write your novel or to work on whatever creative thing that you're working on um, and to do that you need to have a certain amount of trust in the process and a lot of a lot of that trust just comes from also trusting in yourself and believing in yourself that you will follow through with it. If you think about like Tolkien, for instance, I think he spent like 10 years writing or researching his series. So having this diligence and grit and perseverance to actually get through the process, um, I think is what separates writers in the end. Um, there was uh, for instance, Catherine Arden too, she talked a lot in um, a live talk about how a lot of writers keep their best manuscripts in a drawer because, you know, it doesn't ever get finished. The first draft never gets finished. And to me that I just 
thought that was so tragic that there's so many amazing stories out there that people have written or that people have thought about but it doesn't ever get done um because in the end there there does there is a point where it gets really difficult and tough but you have to find a way through that at some point it's very easy to give up on that draft but if you give up then you won't ever know how it how that ends and how that story turns out um so to in order to get there right when you have or at least when I had those moments where I was feeling really motivated and determined, but also at the same time, just so exhausted. And so um, I was even researching a lot lately that sometimes when you feel so creative, it can also feel painful to be creative because you maybe you have expectation around it or um, you have a certain emotion attached to your creative work. And in order to get past this without pushing yourself too far and without, you know, feeling um, feeling like it's like you're pushing a boulder up a mountain, essentially. Um, what I try to do is remove all of my emotional attachment to it, which is also really hard because your creative work is something that you're passionate about and that you love. But sometimes this passion can actually be what stops you from working on it because you feel like, oh, I have to be in a certain state to work on it. I have to feel um, motivated. I have to feel good about myself, whatever, whatever we tell ourselves. Um, But actually what I found to work really well for me is to think about it like brushing your teeth, to just think about it like it's just something that I do today. And when it's done, I'll move on to the next thing, you know, not not getting um too over your head about it or not overthinking it at all just you just wake up and do it like for me it's this whole ritual of I wake up and I have some like quiet time to myself in the morning and then I have make a tea and I work on my novel for 30 20 like 20 30 40 minutes and that's enough that's all I need to do but by having this little ritual um which also is in the atomic habits book but I realized it was something I just did anyway and I think a lot of writers also you know everyone has their creative ritual when they're getting prepared to do the thing and for me that's just making a tea and sitting at my desk and doing it um So when you've done your 20 or 30 or 40 minutes, whatever is really achievable for you, I think it's then important just to not go above this. Don't don't push to 100 every single day. I I can't help but remember um, that part in Avatar The Last Airbender where um, where Aang is recalling that Toph tells him, okay, don't put 100% of your effort into any one thing. You have to just give give your the the best that you can in that day but don't use up all your energy just doing this one thing and that's that's how I think about it too I always try to when I get in this moment of feeling super competitive and like I want to get ahead and I just want to finish it I try to just stop myself because rushing it obviously is not a good idea and by stopping in that that moment I can regroup and get my thoughts together and then find the path of least resistance right this Taoist concept that um, 
if you think about like a, a rock and water, water is stronger because over time it erodes the rock. So over time and having that consistency and having good habits, you'll actually be able to um, get a lot more done and finish the novel to a much higher standard, I think, because you'll put in the effort more consistently. Whereas someone that maybe rushes to finish the end of their novel or um, skips, you know, cuts corners here, cuts corners there. I always think the reader can tell. And for me personally, I, I never want to, um, yeah, I never, I, I just never want to approach my writing like that. Um, especially when, when, when right now I'm not published right now, I don't have a publisher, um, wanting a deadline from me. So in this moment, I can really a enjoy the process, but also I can make sure that I cover all my bases in this way. I can make sure I do my research really thoroughly because I have the time to do that. The other thing that I think is super important that I'm going to talk about in more detail in another episode is tracking your writing habits. For me, this also helped so much to stop my own imposter syndrome, telling me that I hadn't done enough or that I wasn't doing enough. And I think it also stops you just from pushing too hard in general because you can actually see and you can um, tangibly record and calculate actually how much time you spend on um, whether it was the research or the writing or the editing. You can see it and you, you know that you, for a fact, did, I don't know, two hours last week or you did eight hours the past two weeks. So it really it really like stops you from, um, I think, kicking yourself in the foot or, or um, it really stops you from sabotaging yourself or making yourself feel bad about the progress that you did make because yeah, progress is progress and we should always congratulate ourselves for that. So as I said, I will talk about it more in another episode where I can go more in detail, but um, I also did a blog article about this too. So if you want to check that out, it's on my blog um, and also about starting a writing routine. I also wrote about that there on my blog too. But in general, with writer's burnout, I don't think it's different to any other type of burnout. And I think um, for every single person, obviously, we will all have our reasons why we push ourselves too much. But in general, I think it just comes down to this feeling of um, wanting so badly to create something. And you, you know, it comes from this passion, but at the end of the day, that can um, burn you in a way. Your passion, even though it lights you up, it can also burn you if you're if you're not able to rein it in and if you're not able to direct it properly, right? Like if you if you light a candle, it can light up a room, but if you have too much passion and too much flame, it can burn down your house. So I think we all have to keep in mind that even though you probably could do more in a day, even though you could work eight solid hours on your novel every single day, you shouldn't. That's not the, you know, that's not the point. We, sh we shouldn't push ourselves that much, actually, because like it's going to negatively affect so many other areas of your life that can also make your writing good. So 
yeah it's it's also about it's not it's not just about what you do for your novel but it's also about what you do for yourself and I think that's really what I learned the past three months my my um complete roller coaster right because like I said I started out my writing progress I started out my writing process always having um these moments of burnout it was really interesting to see these past three months actually the whole cycle just repeat itself within such a short time period that I could actually see what was happening and see what was going on and thankfully stop myself halfway through enough to regroup enough to realize okay I was pushing myself too hard and I'm not going to do that again so thank you so much for joining me for this first episode um I really, I really love just talking about that and I hope it was useful for you maybe in some way and if you're not a writer then maybe it was, um, you know, uh, then maybe it was a good constellation that every single person struggles with burnout in every and any type of career. Um, yeah, and if you also want to um, send me a question or anything, or if you want to just add something um, that you want me to read out on the podcast, then you can email me. The email is let's write a book podcast at gmail.com. And if you also want to connect with me more, I have a blog, so you can always check out all the resources there. I try to be as helpful as possible in sharing um, what's worked for me or what I've found has helped me in my writing process, but I also have articles about um, history, mythology, folklore, because um, if you don't follow me on Instagram, that's pretty much, um, I love, like I write historical fiction and folklore mythology, so that's kind of my thing. Um, Yeah, so you can also follow me on Instagram. I also have a TikTok now, I'm trying it out. I'm not on there that often, but I am trying. And, Um, also I have a newsletter and the newsletter I send out once a month and you can also stay updated with these um, topics of mythology and folklore so if that interests you check it out otherwise I will see you next episode